0: I made some love stains in the backseat. Welcome to Quarantinema, a.k.a. Quarantinema, a.k.a. Quarantine Enema, the only podcast where we don't know how to say the name of the show. My name is Connor Selvin. Thank you very much for joining us today. Happy Friday, everyone. Uh, You know, we haven't talked about just like a mindlessly dumb slash amusing movie in a while. It seems like it feels like, you know, we've been going pretty in-depth on a lot of the movies that we've been talking about. That last episode, The Hangover, it was like 45 minutes long, and I didn't even... I know, I did not, you know, anticipate... I I usually have, like, an idea of, like, how long each episode's going to be. This one is going to be short. <laughs> uh, I can promise you that, but... Uh, no, the, like, last one, I had no idea that it was going to be that long. Uh, and I feel like just, like, lately we've been just diving into some really, you know, movies that are fun to dive into, like Goodwill Hunting, like Gladiator, uh, you know, Gone Baby Gone, uh, Goodfellas, like... So it's been a while since we've just, you know, had just something... Dumb to talk about, just like, like pleasantly dumb and mindless. Uh, and today we get that uh, in Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle, <laughs> one of the 21st century's great stoner comedies. Uh, and it's one of those movies that, like, it's it's just so silly and it's so like fun. There's you know there's a lot of you know f- you know famous names and just you know they have a quick cameo and they you know it's it's like this is just a fun movie this is just the ultimate movie that you can just put on at any point and just you know dive right in and just be like oh yeah like <laughs> it's this scene it's cuz i feel like this is a movie that everybody's seen a lot of people like just know this movie uh you know i remember seeing it on oh god what was it I, let's see it came out in 2004 so i would have been 12 and it, it wasn't a couple until a couple years later i think my brother rented it Um, from Blockbuster or something. Uh, But, yeah, so I was like, I don't know, 13 or 14 the first time I actually saw it. Uh, But no, I, like, this movie's always just been really silly, really fun. Uh, Cal Penn and John Cho do a great job. They have some great uh, on-screen chemistry with one another. Uh, Obviously, they go on and they make, uh, I think it's two more movies after this. Uh, there's Harold and Kumar go to Guantanamo Bay, or escaped from Guantanamo Bay, which is very, very funny. Uh, but the first one's like kind of like low budget. The second one, like once they, you know, they saw they had a hit, that's when they start to, uh, you know, go bigger. And then I think there's, um, they made a Christmas special uh, as well, uh, called a very, a very Harold and Kumar Christmas, which I admit I've never seen. Uh, and Although, with the second one, the Guantanamo Bay one, I will admit, I actually had a poster of Neil Patrick Harris writing uh, a unicorn <laughs> uh, in my room, and on top of it just said, like, what, what would NPH do, and then, you know, Harold and Kumar go to Guantanamo Bay, like, you know, on the bottom of it. Uh, <laughs> I can't, I, I haven't thought about that poster in years. I don't even know why. I, like, do you ever just, like, think about the dumb shit you had in your room when you were a kid? Like I like I went through all of high school with a Neil Patrick Harris poster right next to my bed, and he was riding a unicorn. (laughs) I don't know why I thought that was so funny, Uh, but it's funny in hindsight, though. So anyway, this uh, movie—it's from director Danny Leiner, and he's got—you know—he's well, RIP—he passed away in uh, 2018, unfortunately. Uh, But he was a fun, fun director. You know, uh, he—he's not. You know the go-to, like name in comedy, probably never was really, uh, but you know he was he was associated with a couple of really fun, uh, you know, funny movies and TV shows. Uh, Hailed and Kumar go to White Castle. Obviously, he did uh, some work on The Sopranos. Did some work on Arrested Development. Uh, he also did uh, <laughs> Dude Where's My Car with Ashton Kutcher. Uh, and then he uh, he did, uh, he did an episode of uh, uh, Freaks and Geeks. So, like, the guy's been, like, all over the comedy landscape. Of course, he did um, Hail Nakumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay. Uh, also, did some episodes of The Office as well. So, uh, f- just a fun movie from a guy. And you can just tell, like, everyone involved in this movie is having a blast doing it. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, just <laughs> there's not really a whole you know, all lot to get. Uh, you know, John Cho uh, plays a gentleman named Harold. Uh, and his roommate is played by Kalpen named Kumar, and they're basically two stoners. Uh, well, not like stoner stoners in uh, you know the traditional sense, but uh, Harold's a you know a little uptight uh, guy. You know works an office job and gets picked on at work and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, Kalpen's kind of like a slacker. You know he's this like smart uh, kid who uh, you know his parents want him to go to med school and stuff like that, but he just wants to kind of sit around and smoke weed. Uh, and the two guys they just they're sitting at home one night, they get super big they see a commercial for White Castle and they just decide to go to White Castle and hijinks ensue Um, there are cameos from all over the board really in this one Uh, Fred Willard's uh, got a couple scenes, well one scene Uh, David Krumholtz and uh, Eddie K. Thomas Eddie K. Thomas is um, you might recognize him from uh, American Pie Uh, he plays uh, Finch in those movies Uh, it's also got Anthony Anderson and uh, obviously Neil Patrick Harris which I'll get to in a little bit, Ryan Reynolds Christopher Maloney, uh, Malin Akerman, it's, I mean there's you know, there's people all over these movies uh, that are just having fun, you know, just like, so many, like the gags in this movie are just so dumb Uh, but (laughs) uh, a couple that I want to get to real quick, obviously Neil Patrick Harris uh, you know, playing this Exaggerated version of it's like a parody of himself. You know, he's this child actor. He, he, you know, now he's like in the movie, and he's this like super like horny version of Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, which, <laughs> I mean, at the time, like it was just it was you know fucking hysterical because, uh, you know, he had done Doogie Howser and then, just kind of faded into oblivion. I, I think he. Fle- I, I haven't really done all my all my research on this, but I know, uh, his cameo in this movie, uh, kind of. You know reignited his career and you know without this movie he doesn't uh, you know go on and do How I Met Your Mother uh, so that you know a nice little side effect of this and you know this is why it's fun to see actors let you know let loose uh, and ha- and poke fun at themselves uh, but now he j- he's very very funny on uh, this movie I mean although re-watching it though like he's not as in it as I remember him being like he's only in like two scenes, two two to three scenes maybe, uh, and I, I don't know, I mean I remember like, he was like one of like the big takeaways, of, like when the movie, you know uh, when people were first seeing the movie, like oh, Neil Patrick Harris, that's so funny, blah 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 like, I remember watching it, and it's just like, I had no idea who he was, <laughs> like How I Met Your Mother hadn't come on yet, and I had never heard of Doogie Howser before uh, so he was just this guy to me I, I didn't know what Neil Patrick Harris was, and I'd, I probably didn't even realize that Neil Patrick Harris was being played by Neil Patrick Harris, so I think I've said Neil Patrick Harris enough for one uh, for one podcast. Uh, Christopher Maloney's also in I love Christopher Maloney when he you know, like when he decides to be funny. Uh, obviously, you know his the big role in his career has been uh, his work uh, in Law and Order, uh, but he's also done uh, you know a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, Wet Hot American Summer. He's very very funny in that movie. Uh, he's in the sequels as well he's in uh, this movie his freak show and uh, he's basically described uh, just picture like the most like repulsive being you can and you know he's a like he's singing and he you know he's <laughs> he's barely coherent in conversation uh, but he somehow has this hot wife uh, played by Melon a- 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 Ackerman uh, and <laughs> uh, he's, he's I don't know it's just a, it's a very like it's a very simple dynamic you know ugly man has you know just ugly, weird, freak show guy has this, just, you know, <laughs> you know, the smoking hot wife at, at home and, you know, the juxtaposition of like the expectations of like blah, blah, blah uh, and stuff like that. But uh, so, you, you know, you get that. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is in it briefly. Uh, he's only one scene, but, uh, you know, he gets, you know, him and, uh, you know, him and uh, uh, Cal Penn had done Van Wilder uh, before this. Uh, and, and this was, like, when Ryan Reynolds was, like, still, like, on the up-and-up. Up. He wasn't really around. Like, he had been around for a while, um, but he was still kind of coming up. Um, he, like, he definitely wasn't, you know, hadn't seen success like he, had, uh, like he has now, where he's one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Uh, but that being said, he, uh, he had had some leading roles, uh, particularly the Van Wilder series uh, at that point. And then uh, he goes off and, you know, has this great, successful career. So, yay, Ryan Reynolds. I just, I don't know, guys, like, I really just enjoyed watching this movie. It wasn't like I was, like, laughing my ass off, you know, on the couch or anything. And, uh, you know, like I I say with almost every comedy we do, it's like I'm not just going to sit here and rattle off jokes for you because, you know, that's not funny. Uh, But but just, like, I love just, like, how silly this movie, like, this movie doesn't take itself seriously at all. Uh, Like, you can tell, like, the guys on set are just trying to make one another laugh, and a lot of the gags, like yeah, like they're they're pretty juvenile, but some of them are pretty funny. Uh, like there's one where, like, <laughs> okay, so so you know when you when you try and uh, think about this movie, you know, you think of, you know, the Neil Patrick Harris uh, stuff, you think of Battle Shits, uh, you think of like you know Ryan the Cheetah and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, but like, there's a bunch of like little things that like I didn't, like I just completely forgot about. Like early on in the movie, uh, you know they take a wrong turn on, or they uh, get off the highway and they're driving through Newark. The movie takes place in New Jersey. They're driving through Newark and they say like, oh man, like yeah, like we're gonna get mugged, we're gonna get shot or something like that. And then, <laughs> like walking down the road, uh, there's like these two guys who look just like them, and you know they even point out. He goes, oh hey, look, like that's like an shittier version of us, and then like right as soon as they say that, like these two gangs just come out of nowhere and just beat the guys to death with baseball bats, like I don't know why that was so funny, but just, like, and then like they're all like watching it, and then like the guys like stop, look at them, and then they just go back to to doing what they were doing. I don't know why it's so funny, uh, but like I like I audibly was laughing at that part. I, I completely forgot about that uh and i'm glad and I, I don't know i'm like i'm i'm really happy I, I got to watch this movie again uh wasn't something that's you know some of these movies i've been talking about uh like i see them coming up and i get really excited to talk about them and then there's others that i'm just like yeah oh, sh- eh, i don't really want to do this one like i don't, I don't really want to take time to you know watch watch this one again like i'm just not excited for it whatever uh this one was a, n- a nice little pleasant surprise uh wasn't Again, the, like it's not the funniest movie I've ever seen. It's, uh, you know, on a binary scale, you know, one zero, like funny, not funny. Uh, I, I'd say it's funny. Uh, you know, it's, it's an amusing movie. So, like some of the gags, yeah, they're, you know, whatever they've been done up over the years. So, like when, like it's a movie for kids. Like it's an R, like it's an R rated movie, obviously, but like. Like this is for like they know their demographic here. Like this this isn't hybrid. There's nothing hybrid about this movie. Uh, it's just you know, guys trying to get high. Uh, you know, trying to hook up with women. Trying to just go to White Castle and get some burgers. Uh, and, and in the meantime, there's a bunch of odd characters. Uh, you know, one set of characters I forgot about was uh, like the extreme guys, like the, Mount, the like the Mountain Dew gang. <laughs> it's like these five guys who. You know, they're listening to music, they're riding skateboards, and they just keep yelling, like, extreme! Extreme! <laughs> and, and, like, you know, they're kind of bullying the guys, but they just, like, pop up at every scene that they go to. Uh, but I don't know, just, like, some, like the way, like, the background, like, there's one guy in the background who's always just showing, like, extreme! It's just very, very amusing to me, and, like, that's the kind of stupid shit about this movie that uh, I find very amusing. Uh, it's, overall, I really, really enjoy this movie. Uh, glad I got to watch it. It was... You know, I don't really have anything, like, too, like, in-depth uh, to, you know, go into about it. Uh, so, it, if given the opportunity, go rewatch this movie. Sometimes it's on TV, not as much anymore. Uh, but I remember it was on TV a lot when I was growing up. Uh, usually it was on, like, TVS or Comedy Central or something like that. Uh, but I don't know. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't even thought about this movie in a long time. But it, it's... God, it's probably been... I don't know if I've watched this movie since college, to be honest. Uh, So yeah, so it's been a while. But uh, but no, I was I was pleasantly surprised I got to watch it. Uh, (laughs) uh, You know, Brenna was debating whether or not she was going to watch it with me uh, earlier tonight or go to bed. uh, And uh, when she asked me what it was about, I tried describing it to her, and she just went right to bed. (laughs) So but anyway, let's get to uh, the did you knows, uh, and then we'll rate the movie on a scale of one to five hazmats as we always do. Okay, uh, first, did you know? As a thank you for all the free advertising the film, uh, the film gave them, White Castle arranged to have collectible Harold and Kumar cups at all of their locations during the film's release. It marks the first time an R-rated comedy is advertised on fast food containers. Well, I mean, hey, this—I guess this film really was innovative. So I think that's funny that like they just like made the movie and White Castle. Just, I mean, I don't know, like how on board because like they don't really say anything bad about White Castle. If anything, they really hype it up. Um, even though like there's all this like odd stuff going on in the movie, like I don't think anyone paints White Castle, <laughs> uh, you know, in a negative light. And well, speaking of the odd stuff and you know, painting stuff in negative light, uh, we talk. I t- you know, we have to talk about it with almost every comedy that we do. Uh, I don't think this movie. Succeeds today, uh, just you know, a lot of lot of racial stuff in there. Uh, obviously, <laughs> uh, you know, political cli- uh, climate we live in right now, uh, it's you know things are a little tense right now. So would it thrive today? Probably not, uh, which is a bummer because it is a silly movie and they're not like like they make fun of everybody in this movie. Literally, every- like they cover all the bases. Uh, you know, like what you know white people are getting made fun of black people are uh, getting made fun of Asian people Indian people uh, you know hispanic people just like they're like no one is safe and that's kind of like the like it's not the nice thing about this movie but it's I think something that the movie does well is uh, you know taking difficult topics and just, like ha- and just having like having fun with it not necessarily putting anyone down but just you know just they're, like they're trying to make you, these people are trying to make you laugh, like it's never like th- there's clearly no agenda with this movie. No one's trying to make you think a certain way or you know do anything wrong or you know feel whatever you need to feel. They're just they just want to make you laugh. That's clearly what they're trying to do here. Uh, and so, like I think it's funny and I respect it from you know from that point personally. That being said, just you know I'm not the political landscape of the world. Uh, so I don't think that... Or not political, but you know societal. You, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but that being said, I just don't think that this movie succeeds today. Anyway, uh, back from that bummer uh, with our second Did You Know. Uh, <laughs> uh, car writer John Her- uh, Hurwitz uh, told the New York Times that if Neil Patrick Harris had turned down the role, their second choice was Ralph Macchio, who, like Harris, is best known for a wholesome role. In Macchio's case, The Karate Kid and its sequels. Uh, I I'm glad Neil Patrick Harris did it. Obviously I think the joke there's a lot of people that you can do this make this joke with. Uh, you know, uh, you know 15 20 years go by and you know this you know you get a child actor who's grown up like there's a lot of different ways that you can go about this. Uh, so I mean there's endless you know especially like you know the 80s when like you know sitcoms were you know that's just what like, the 80s and 90s, like, that sitcoms is what was on TV. You don't see many of them anymore, uh, but that's just what was on TV, and there's a lot of child stars that came out of that era. and So you could have plugged any one of those guys into this role, really, but I think Ralph Macchio would have been a nice second if Neil Patrick Harris did say no. Uh, but that being said, Neil Patrick Harris said yes, and for the last 15 years since, uh, you know, he's done uh, How I Met Your Mother, he's done a bunch of stuff on Broadway, he's done, you know, just... Uh, he's he, he, Neil Patrick Harris is one of like the most like entertaining dudes in the business I think just because he not only is he so talented but he's just willing to do almost anything. It's uh, just a it, you know it's it's hard to hate that guy. Uh, he did you know go off and create this whole like band of like bro code and bro humor. Well, not bro humor, but obviously How I Met Your Brother introduces you to bro code and stuff like that. Which if you've ever been to a Spencer Gifts before, you know his his face is littered all over the place. Okay, Uh, and our final, did you know, uh, on a promotional talk appearance by Christopher Maloney, he explained that uh, when writers John Heroitz and Hayden Schlossberg approached him with the script, they said of the part, quote, you were the first person we thought of, after reading the introduction of his character, which simply describes him as, quote, the ugliest man in the world, unquote, he got the joke. Uh, Hey, that's you know i mentioned it with neil patrick harrison and i'm saying it with christopher maloney it's great when actors can poke fun at themselves uh and you know christopher maloney you know he really gets into freak show you know he's in full makeup like he's got like the pulsating uh you know uh boils on his neck and shit like that just a gross looking dude and then you know he's singing and uh, his wife's talking about like you know that's what that's how he fell in love with him. and like he's like you just like cut to him like out in like uh his front yard is just, like, clapping and singing about Jesus or something or whatever. Uh, it's, just, it's just really, really bizarre, but a really funny performance and a really funny character. And you know what? This movie, uh, it's just full of stuff like that. Sa- same with Anthony Anderson. Doesn't really poke fun at himself, but... Uh, and it wasn't really, like, I mean... Anthony Anderson, like, has a, you know, comedic background, so it wasn't too strange to see him in this one. Uh, but watching him just yell, like, we got to burn this motherfucker down! <laughs> uh, I don't know. I thought that was, fun- uh, you know, really funny, too. So, anyway, that's... Uh, I think that's going to do her. We're going to rate the movie on a scale of one to five hazmats. And uh, as I mentioned before, it's the perfect movie to just put on and forget about it. Uh, so for that, I'm going to just get, I'm gonna give it a three. Uh, because I... You know, is it the funniest movie of all time? Absolutely not. Are there... Is it funnier than a lot of other movies I see? Most other movies, maybe? Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> it, but like I said, it's a movie where you can just, like, drop in and out, like, whenever you want. You, you know, you're not really invested in anything. You don't feel like you're missing anything. Uh, I, and just relatively speaking, you know, compared to a lot of the other movies that I've uh, given out, I just think this one's in the middle of the pack. But a, a pleasant surprise, nonetheless. Uh, I'd say of all the movies that... I, You know, I, sh- I should have done this when I started, but we're getting towards the end of the second shelf, so maybe f- third and fourth shelf I'll do this. Uh, but if I were to make a list of like movies that I'm really looking forward to watching again and movies that I'm not really looking forward to watching again, in the whole scale of you know, the 150 movies that we're going to be talking about here, I think this one falls like... I don't know, probably in the bottom twenty, I think like leading into it. But that's that. I was pleasantly surprised, so it ended up being a blessing in disguise. Uh, well, I think you know that's going to do it for this one. We're going to keep this one nice and short. Uh, so remember, everyone, you can go follow us on social media. We're at Quarantineema Pod. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also subscribe to the channel. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, you name it. We're there. Uh, next week we got a fun bunch of movies coming up. Uh, We're we're talking Holes, we're talking Hot Rod, we're talking Hurt Locker, so three very different movies, but three movies that I'm very excited to talk about nonetheless, Uh, and uh, don't miss Rapid Fire Reviews on Monday's show as well, and uh, hey, don't be a hero, stay inside and watch a movie.